I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Monday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show begins right now. Everybody, thanks for joining us from uh, all over this great land of ours. Uh, We had... Quite a few interesting news stories uh, hopping over the weekend um, and, well, coming into today, much, much to discuss here on the show. I will say that I did get sucked in to watching all three episodes in binge-watching fashion to the Murdoch trial, uh, which is now on Netflix. The timing of this is is remarkable. Um, the update today on that case, if we have more, we'll let you know. We might talk about this a little bit later as well, is that the jury, as Alec apparently claimed, I'm now so deep into this. I got so deep in. I've gone from not knowing how to say the last name to to apparently the first name, even though it's written Alex, he, he refers to himself, the defendant and the father of this family, as Alec. Alec I didn't know that. Yeah. Murdoch, which I, I did not know that was even a thing. I thought if you wrote your name, A-L-A-A-L-E-X. But anyway, so I, I really got deep in the weeds on that trial. The Netflix show, I will say, whatever you think of Netflix, the three episodes, it goes by very fast. And the top line here is, Clay, five dead bodies tied to this family over the course of the last, uh, what, five or six years, something along those lines. So it's a, or seven years. Um, it's a remarkable tale. And the fact that the trial's underway right now, you're still going to see more of this testimony. You're going to see a lot more coverage of this because of it. Um, we also have, uh, the mayoral race, uh, in Chicago. That is tomorrow. It's actually closer than you would think for a mayor's race in a city that is just a Democrat province, a Democrat fiefdom with Lori Lightfoot. But we've said 
among the worst mayors in the country, I think you could probably, our Chicago audience might be able to weigh in more directly on this, probably think she's one of the worst mayors in the United States. Uh, will she keep her job? Very possible. We also have the DeSantis book coming out tomorrow. We will have the governor of Florida joining us. Florida's Blueprint for America's Revival is the title of the book. Well, it's it's about, uh, what is it, the courage to be free or something like that. But the subtitle is Florida's Blueprint for America's Revival, which kind of sounds to a lot of people like the kind of book just to do book-related events, right? While you can still say, oh, this is just a book release. This is not a presidential campaign. Yeah, it's interesting. You get a media blitz and you get to speak to the national audience on shows like this one. And you're also talking about Florida as a blueprint for other states around the country. Do you know Florida, by the way? I, I tweeted about this. And if people go to our Clay and Buck feed, there's a whole podcast where we discuss this uh, deep dive. You got to subscribe to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast, the iHeart app or on the Apple podcast app or podcast store. Go check it out. 50 year low. 50-year low in crime it's in the state of Florida right now. When, when when you compare that to all these other states that are setting all-time highs um, and cities that are in uh, a total, total disrepair with regard to criminal stats across the board, it's a big problem. We'll get into that, too. But Blueprint for America, I, I think this is a guy who's got some aspirations, not that this is a surprise to anybody in this audience. But I know you were fired up about this. You're tweeting about it over the weekend, Clay. Uh, two stories on the on the covid truth front. Right. We can get to it from that perspective, because obviously now the pandemic is over and, you know, whatever the uh, Woody Harrelson monologue on SNL, really just a little snippet of it, which we can play for everybody in which he refers to the drug cartels and meaning Pfizer. But the biggest one lay it out for everybody. Uh, Energy Department under Biden says what about the origins of the covid virus? Yeah, the Wall Street Journal early, I believe it was on Sunday morning, uh, broke a news story based on classified documents that they had been able to to review that the Biden Department of Energy now says COVID has uh, likely emerged from a Chinese laboratory in Wuhan, which is something that I think the vast majority of our audience out there believed but which was something, Buck, you and I, when we were saying it two years ago, were shut down almost immediately. There was, and I saw it from a perspective of running a media company, where if you shared and or wrote stories like this, Facebook would just, for instance, which has all these idiot fact checkers, and I, I think it's important to remind people out there that when this show was accused of spreading misinformation, they were using places like the Washington Post as sources, and that when we invited, say, the Brookings Institute that had this story alleging that we had in some way been spreading misinformation to come on the show, as well as the New York Times, to tell our audience, hey, what have we been dishonest about? What have we been untruthful with them while discussing? They all said nothing. They refused the opportunity to come on this show and I just loved this um, because Glenn Kessler is one of these guys. He writes at the Washington Post. Uh, he said, I fear Ted Cruz, who we had on the show Friday, missed the scientific animation in the video that shows how it is virtually impossible for this virus to jump from a lab or the many interviews with actual scientists. We deal in facts and viewers can judge for themselves. That's the Washington 
post. Um, and so uh, then there were other, uh, like the New York Times lead buck, lead COVID reporter, that is their primary health reporter, a woman named Apoover, Apoover Mendevilli, and I might have screwed up that name, but anyway, she's the lead, uh, probably did, but, uh, I, but to be fair, I screw up everybody's name. Uh, she tweeted, someday we will stop talking about the lab leak theory and maybe even admit its racist roots, but alas, that day is not yet here. So not only were you not able to say what appears certainly now to be accepted truth in many parts even of the Biden administration, it was racist to say it. And Buck, I kind of wish we could go back in time and fight the battle over what we should call this virus because I think we should have stuck with the China virus because it came out of a Chinese lab and it may well have been manufactured. And the reason why this becomes so important is... This goes to the essence of all those Rand Paul and Dr. Fauci battles that have been going on for years now. Not only did this come out of a Wuhan lab, if you look at all the data and analyze it rationally, in my opinion, but also Dr. Fauci helped to cover up the fact that this leak of this virus, and that's why he lied from the moment this all started, I believe. And I think that Fauci lie and that whole cover-up also points us to a a broader issue, a broader problem that was true for all of COVID, which was the following. They had, as you just laid out, an incentive to at least downplay, if not outright lie about yes. even the possibility that this came from a lab because they didn't want to be tied to the pandemic in the early phases. The problem they then faced is the same people and I mean the same people, go back and trace it to individuals, to news organizations, to scientists. Those same voices in the whole COVID debate who were telling you, shut up, it didn't come from a lab, were also saying, shut up and mask up, get shot one, get shot two, get shot five, get shot seven. Lockdowns aren't crazy. Their credibility would have been shot, so they had to continue to lie about the lab leak thesis not only i mean i think initially it was the panic over oh my gosh what have we done but think about how many people would have believed the international scientific consensus and you have to put that in quote marks because that shouldn't be a thing or it's not really a thing um at least in terms of science it is in terms of politics and scientists acting as politicians the international covid consensus would have been shattered much earlier on in the process if it was clear that one their recklessness, or at least the recklessness of some component of it, led to the virus in the first place. And two, they lied to everybody about that possibility. Their credibility would have been gone. Not only is their credibility gone on all these things. I mean, just remember all the things that have now been proven essentially to be lies. Two weeks uh, that we were going to shut down, but would slow the spread, pretty much a lie. Masks, uh, the, the, the fact that uh, you needed uh, all this six-foot distance. There was a great thread over the weekend, Buck, where people were just posting pictures of all the ridiculous things they were told to do during COVID. And I was just, it made me angry, but also simultaneously just how is there any sort of legitimacy and no consequences? But they told us the vaccine would stop uh, infection, would stop in, uh, that it'd stop transmission, lies. Where I think all this goes is I think it's directly related to what's going on in East Palestine, Ohio right now, Buck. We have a crisis of confidence in our government. And so I don't blame people in East Palestine, Ohio, or in the surrounding community 
who don't trust the EPA now. When the EPA says it's safe to be in your home, oh, your kids can drink the water, there's no concerns at all, I don't trust the government to be honest with me because they've lied about all of those things that we just ran, ran through surrounding COVID. And worse than that, Buck, there's been no reckoning. Like, we need a truth and reconciliation commission, honestly, where the government comes out and says, hey, we got all these things wrong and owns it and admits to it because until they do that, why would I trust anything anyone in Joe Biden's administration tells me? They've been proven to have been liars on the most important and consequential issue of this generation so far. Why in the world would I trust them to be honest with me on anything? And until you acknowledge the failures and the lies, I'm going to keep and, and, and with that same perspective. And I think almost everybody listening to us right now has that same perspective. It's almost when you hear the Biden administration tell you anything, I presume that it's a lie. It's a collective illusion, too. So many of these people went along with this because that was what they don't think of it as the herd, but it is the herd. They think of it as the smart people, the science people, and they would rather ignore this or even pretend like they weren't a part of the problem. I mean, the fact that you haven't had CNN anchors and and MSNBC hosts and the New York Times uh, newsroom write some or speak and, and say we are sorry we got this so very wrong. We'll do better in the future. Just goes to show you it was never really about what was true. It was always about what was politically potent in the moment and what allowed them to have control and power. Just think about the way all this would be covered if Donald Trump was still in office. I think that's one of the most amazing things to contemplate. Pretend that Trump was still president of the United States. The Washington Post, the New York Times, MSNBC, CNN – they would be leading the charge on all the heart-related issues from the COVID shot, everything potentially associated with the failures of COVID. They also don't have a sense of humor about it, Clay, which you can explain play, to everybody yes. via the help of Woody Harrelson, who's actually been in some very good roles, I will say, uh, yes. when we come back here in just a moment. What did Woody Harrelson have to say about the vax on SNL? You know all about how woke activists have seized control of America's schools, now a group of investment firms that Americans entrust with our pensions and retirements are playing woke politics with your money without our knowledge or consent. A few large investment firms, names you know that control trillions of dollars of your money, are using those dollars to advance their woke ideology through a progressive social scoring program called ESG. They claim it promotes corporate responsibility. What they're really doing is using Americans' hard-earned money to finance their political agenda, forcing businesses to comply or else. Some state leaders are fighting back, and more are joining, letting those investment firms know they can't play politics with our pensions. They can either do their jobs, maximize returns for shareholders, or get lost. To learn more, go to consumersresearch.org. They've been defending consumers against fraud and abuse for decades and still are. That's consumersresearch.org, consumersresearch.org, to learn more about their mission to protect consumers from woke investment firms. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. 
You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance, so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the prize picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. We value the heroes from our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. So does an American company whose entire mission is built around serving this deserving group. GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these types of jobs, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's easy and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton's show. I saw Gina Carano, formerly of The Mandalorian. Um, She's fantastic. Her Twitter feed is great. Uh, She's an actress, but one with a brain who is willing to challenge conventional authority, even if it sometimes might be willing and potentially costing her her job. She shared uh, a clip of Woody Harrelson talking with Bill Maher, and I'm paraphrasing what was said and when she was sharing it, but it was basically like, I miss the days when old school liberals were super leery of big government, right? And were like, oh, I don't know that I trust everything that I'm being told. Whereas now what occurs is the people in Hollywood who are considering themselves to be super liberal, even hippies by and large, they go with the position of power. And and, and it's really fascinating to think about in the context of, let's say, Vietnam, where the hippies were the people who were standing against the United States government and the war, 
Now the hippies are oftentimes, you know, the left wing, saying, go get the shot, lock yourself at home, don't ever come out. It's strange. And Woody Harrelson seems to be an old-school committed hippie, and he went on SNL. How does SNL, one of our writers at OutKick, did a great thread on this. They don't do anything about Mayor Pete and uh, East Palestine. They don't do anything about Joe Biden. I think they've only featured him seven times in SNL since uh, his two-year tenure. They open with Trump because it is propaganda by and large. But every now and then, the propaganda veil is is punctured. It's uh, it, it's it's exposed, and that's what happened. I thought with this thirty seconds that you're going to hear from Woody Harrelson in his monologue on SNL uh, on Saturday night. Okay, so the movie goes like this. The biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes. And people can only come out if they take the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over. I threw the script away. I mean, who is going to believe that crazy idea? That was the only thing. I watched the whole monologue, which I never watch SNL, but because of this play, that was the only thing that really didn't get a laugh. And some of the other stuff he said wasn't funny, but, you know, live audience goes, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, you know, yeah. like to laugh along. Didn't see anything. Okay. I'm sorry. Didn't uh, laugh at, uh, you know, didn't laugh at that at all and laughed at everything else. And so you have to wonder why is that? Oh, that's right. Because that entire audience basically is full of people who are like, that's not funny because yeah. they're the ones who were fooled. Buck, and then almost immediately, again, one of the lines in Woody Harrelson's monologue is, the biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media. Rolling Stone, Woody Harrelson spreads anti-vax conspiracies. Uh, Daily Beast, Woody Harrelson spews anti-vax conspiracies. HuffPost, Woody Harrelson rambles about weed, anti-vax conspiracy. Variety, Woody Harrelson's Saturday Night Live monologue makes COVID conspiracy jokes. It is a strange world in which we are living when people like Woody Harrelson are speaking truth to power and so many other people are curled up in the fetal position, terrified to speak about what they see all around them. Public education, not what it used to be, especially in elementary and high schools. You'd be surprised and saddened by how much it's changed. Now, not every school in school district sunk to new lows, but most of them have taken a turn for the worse. And if that concerns you... You need to hear and listen to us talk about Hillsdale College because they understand the importance of education for the future of our country. And their president, Dr. Larry Arne, spoke out about this topic not too long ago in a recent edition of Imprimus, the college's monthly speech digest distributed to more than 6 million homes. He refers to it as education as a battleground. Special issue, factual account of the ongoing battle over education, why parents and teachers, not bureaucrats and activists, should guide what kids are learning. Get a copy for yourself and nine more copies to hand out to friends and family by going online to clayandbuck4hillsdale.com. That's clayandbuck4hillsdale.com. Act now. Join the battle over education for our country's future. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. How do you give one theme park its own government and then treat all the other theme parks differently? And so we believe that that was not good policy. 
we believe being joined at the hip with this one California-based company was not something that was justifiable or sustainable. And so we said we we're going to do something about it. And so now we're basically, Disney's going to be treated like SeaWorld is treated or like any of these others. And that's really uh, the, the, the fair thing to do. So I'll be signing the bill momentarily, and that will officially end the self-governing status here in Central Florida for Disney. Magic Kingdom, not feeling so magic today, Clay. Feeling like a bunch of other kingdoms, apparently, as you have Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida telling everybody that Disney now has to play by the same rules as everybody else. No more of this special, uh, th- this special district, administrative district that they were able to, to have. Um, this is a 56 year old arrangement. Special tax district is what they call Disney World, a special tax district. So it allowed self government over the 25,000 acre resort starting since its beginning. So effectively Disney was its own county in the state of Florida. That's really what it means as I understand it. So you had Disney County, um, and you know, assessing its own, which was uh, assessing its own, uh, infrastructure and things like that. Uh, and as anybody who's ever gotten on the wrong side of county or, or local government knows, you know, it can be very annoying and very expensive. So this was a big perk for them. And Clay, I, I just think that there's a whole lot going on here right now in DeSantis world, as we mentioned. The book, The Courage to Be Free, comes out tomorrow. The governor, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, team, they reached out to us over the weekend. I think that the governor will be on with us tomorrow. If not, certainly he'll be on soon thereafter. Uh, but I think this is interesting because it's both good politics and good policy. Right. I mean, people were saying, oh, no, what what's Disney going to do? They're going to move their twenty five thousand twenty five thousand acre theme park to somewhere else. I don't think so. I think that's very unlikely to happen. He points out other theme parks don't have this. So it is an issue of fairness, if we're going to be honest. But it is also a subliminal message or a, a subtle message. If you decide to get really political and take shots at the uh, the governor of of uh not tennessee of florida you're gonna have to deal with the consequences i think it works on both sides yeah look it, first of all this was a vestige of when florida was not the highly desirable place to live that it is today um and uh and so they gave people who remember the story it's a fascinating one walt disney decides that he's upset because disneyland was immediately co-opt co-opted in anaheim anybody who's ever been there Everybody else put up their own hotels, their own restaurants in close proximity to the park to take advantage of its popularity. So Disney does a big analysis of where could he have a year-round park. They central on uh, this middle part of Florida, which is not very popular at all back in the 1960s. I mean, Ocala, Kissimmee, Orlando was a very relatively small town at the time. Goes up, buys all this land up secretively. And then the partnership between Disney and the state of Florida was massive because of the jobs that he was bringing and, frankly, because of the revolution that Disney let loose with theme parks, whether it's Universal, whether it's uh, SeaWorld. But that has changed. And I would just point this out, Buck. When the Don't Say Gay bill, as it was labeled by people who lost this battle on the left wing, when that battle started to get fought, 
the easy thing for DeSantis to do, the thing, the conventional wisdom that everybody said he should do, is not fight this battle, not take on Disney when Disney came out and their CEO, Bob Chapek, opposed it. Instead, DeSantis went toe-to-toe with Disney. And look at what the results have been since then, Buck. Bob Chapek, the CEO of Disney, has been fired. Uh, he is no longer running the company. Uh, Disney stock is at effectively a lower price now than it was nine years ago. And that's disappointing, I imagine, to some of you out there that may be longtime Disney shareholders. Although I'm sure you don't like the woke Disney uh, version that you're getting now. I saw it from ESPN and sports, and un- unfortunately it's taken over the whole company. And Ron DeSantis went out and won re-election by 19 points, the most a Republican governor has ever won re-election in Florida by. So DeSantis didn't only win. He won. He dunked all over Disney, and he's made them own it. And Buck, unless I'm mistaken, has the new returning CEO from Disney, Bob Iger, made any comments at all publicly on this? Has he said a word? I, I think that he is afraid and recognized that his team... And his company got wrecked. And this is a sign, if you are a DeSantis supporter, this is a design design, uh, design, uh, of a fight that he was willing to have with an incredibly powerful foe that he won. And I think it's a really substantive victory. And that's what he is. That's his calling card now. If you think about it as the first time that a major Republican uh, figure at the state level so really a governor, but maybe somebody else could get in the mix, picked a fight with, or rather, I, I shouldn't say picked a fight, responded to a fight that was picked with him. That's right. That's really how this went. Ron DeSantis didn't get, didn't go after Disney. Disney right. decided to mobilize and start making problems for Ron DeSantis. Let's be clear. What they're saying is, you do what we want or our money and our sway and our power is going to go to your opponents. We're going to, we're going to get you fired as the governor or rather, you know, get other Republicans probably in the state legislature fired unless you do what we want. And so there were consequences to that, uh, to that decision, which I think there certainly should have been in the book, uh, the courage to be free, DeSantis's new book. He talks about a private exchange with Chapek, uh, where he makes it clear that Chapek didn't really want to do this, which yeah. I think is so interesting. He was pushed because of the overwhelming pressure from his own organization. So this is just a window into what we keep seeing, which is it's not just the C-suite. It's not just the the names that you know that are running these companies, although sometimes they're very woke. It is the woke hordes within these companies, right? It, it's the people at low Sununu. Uh, who uh, who made throw his hat into the race as well, saying, I didn't like seeing Ron DeSantis going to war with Disney because that's not what small government conservatives do. I disagree completely with Sununu, all right, uh, in that regard, because here's the deal. These diversity and inclusion loons inside of the... Com- about fighting back against woke corporatism. It's true about a lot of the COVID issues, even for some Republicans, that... Small government is really just an excuse to be pusillanimous. You just decide that you're you're going to be a, you're going to be a wimp on an issue, and you go, oh well, we you know that's not explicitly in the you know uh, I don't know Federalist number two seven two nine or no okay <laughs> yeah would Gavin Newsom hesitate for one second, one second to take action 
against a company that was explicitly conservative and mobilizing for conservative purposes inside of California. You know, yeah, within the confines of the law and his discretion, probably, right? But yes, he would. Do, we all know that. We all assume that. Same thing with Hochul in New York. Same thing with uh, Pritzker in uh, in Illinois. They wouldn't stop for a second. But on our side, it's, oh, we're in charge. Whoa, whoa. Let's not actually fight back. Let's just keep pretending that we're in a neutral space. Let's talk about the neutral space. I think that's so important. And 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 some of you out there, Buck, when you were out and I went after the Brookings Institute and the New York Times, I got some messages from people saying, why are you even acknowledging them? Why are you even fighting them? My belief is if somebody comes after you, you come after them harder. Right. If somebody wants to throw punches at me, I'm very comfortable in the public arena, in the First Amendment space, in the marketplace of ideas, defending everything that we say on this program. So if we get attacked, now it has to be attacked by somebody of size, right? If we're going to be on the front page of the New York Times business section and they're trying to attack our business, claiming that we're misinforming people because of what the Brookings Institute does, I think we're in a new era. I think you have to step up toe-to-toe and throw punches back. And I think all these people out there who are small government conservatives saying, I don't really want to get involved in any of these fights, I think you're losers and you're going to lose. The, I just want to be left alone, make-believe libertarianism, I'm going to move off-grid and don't have to engage, and I'm just going to be, by the way, move off-grid, be self-sufficient, that's fantastic. But the idea that you can be entirely non-political Fauci's, you know, goons are going to show up at your door too. I, I hate to break it to anybody yeah. out there, but you cannot care about the federal government and the federal tyranny. The federal tyranny cares like the hardest, but I think the idea of whether Republicans need a fighter or not is not in dispute. Uh, if you've ever landed on a website, didn't seem legit because of spelling errors, unfamiliar, unfamiliar colors, fonts, just gave you a bad feeling. That might be part of an attack on you where they are trying to come after you by creating a cyber thief opportunity because they have clever ways of installing codes on your computer. They can take you to bogus websites where they can try and steal your personal information. Your personal info then gets leaked online. Next thing you know, there's all sorts of people taking advantage of your good name. They are trying to steal your identity. That's what LifeLock by Norton tries to fight back against. They detect and alert you to potential identity Threats you may not spot on your own, like a cyber thief taking out loans in your name or pretending to be you while making purchases you're responsible for. Now, if you become a victim of identity theft, LifeLock will assign you to a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist. That person will save you hours and hours of grief. Trust us. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But you can join LifeLock today and save 25% off your first year with promo code CLAY, C-L-A-Y. Go to LifeLock.com, use my name, Clay, that's C-L-A-Y, as the promo code for 25% off. Don't miss a minute of Clay and Buck and get behind-the-scene access to special content for members only. Subscribe to CNB 24-7. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation 
And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. Your orders make a meaningful impact. You can become a member in seconds. Signing up is fast and free. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. That's G-O-V-X.com. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX. That's GovX. Code CLAY. G-O-V-X-C-L-A-Y savings for those who serve the number one fantasy sports app in america's prize picks it's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports five million members already active on prize picks if you've not yet downloaded prize picks do it today unlike other apps on prize picks it's just you against the number it's about the players and not the teams you look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance, so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free Prize Picks app and open your account. Use my name Clay for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code Clay. That's C L A Y to get set up and get a deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Welcome back in Clay Travis Buck Sexton Show. Um, we've been saying, and we'll talk about this in the next hour, but I want to kind of toss it out there. Uh, we've been talking about the looming Trump versus DeSantis battle. Now, to be fair, I think that Tim Scott is going to run. I think Glenn Youngkin may run. I just mentioned Governor Sununu up in New Hampshire. He may run. Uh, we know that Nikki Haley is already in. Vivek Ramaswamy is running. There's a huge list of people that are going to run for President of the United States. And maybe one of them catches fire and it doesn't end up being a Trump versus DeSantis battle royale. But as we sit here at the end of February, preparing for March, Buck, there's an article out there. I was reading this morning, I think in the in the Times or the Wall Street Journal, I'm not sure which one, talking about Iowa, how unsettled it is. We have a lot of you listening in Iowa. First week in January is the Iowa caucus. 
So the older you are, and I st- I'm, I'm getting old. I'm not gonna not gonna lie. Like eight months passes in like the time you could snap a finger. So we're in March, and you guys know everybody out there does. Thanksgiving, Christmas is kind of a, a of a dead season. We're gonna be at the Iowa fairground. Everybody eating, you know, fried Twinkies and talking to the Iowa people before you know it. And this battleground is, uh, I saw where they're scheduled, I believe now, the first Republican debate for August, which even seems to me a little bit late because when you're voting in Iowa in the first week of January right now is when it's scheduled. Uh, that seems kind of crazy to me. But, and I want to get into this in more detail, but I want to tease it and talk about it, the, the, the facts here, Buck. Uh, reading from Fox News, Ronna McDaniel says that in order to be on the debate stage with the RNC debates, Trump will have to make a loyalty pledge that he will not run as a third party. And here's the direct quote. We may have the audio of this sooner or later, but here's Ronna McDaniel. We're saying you're not going to get on the debate stage unless you make this pledge. She said it on State of the Union on CNN yesterday, anyone getting on the Republican National Committee debate stage should be able to say, I will support the will of the voters and the eventual nominee. They're all going to sign it. I really do. I think President Trump would like to be on the debate stage. Thoughts, Buck? First of all, how do you enforce it? Because you can sign anything and then say, well, I changed my mind. Uh, so I, I would imagine that's still out there. But this is a big part of the story as we move forward. Look, I I give Trump um more credit than than thinking that he would run as a third party candidate if he were to lose a free and fair primary. I think he loves the country too much to ensure 8 years now of democrat rule from the White House. I believe that. I would not bet my well, I don't own a house, but I would not bet my, uh, you know, my last dollar on that. I definitely would um, not bet my house yeah. on Trump not running as a third. Uh, right. Party. Okay. You own a house. Uh, you would not bet your house. I would, I would not bet, you know, whatever is most valuable to me as a possession because I can't rule it out as a possibility. What I can say is, um, I think that this is going to be used by the left for sure to further antagonize things in the Republican primary. This is going to be a bruising primary. I think a bruising primary is, generally to the benefit of the fighter who emerges victorious. Um, I think it would sharpen Trump up if he were the one that emerges as, as the as the victor. It would certainly add a whole new layer uh, to Ron DeSantis if he were to push through, or whomever. You know, Vivek Ramaswamy is a super nice, super smart guy. You know, let's not count anybody out. But we got two main contenders right now based on the polls. Um, I got to say, I, I think... Uh, The good news is that it's kind of hard to get on as a third-party candidate if you run as a Republican just based on what it would require in the ballots in the different states. So he couldn't mount a serious third-party challenge. So he would really only be mounting a spoiler third-party challenge, and that would be the the tear-the-country-down option. And I don't believe Donald J. Trump would do that. But I wouldn't bet my house on it. My concern is... Democrats who claim that they're terrified of Trump would do everything they can to bend over backward to get him on the ballot in Wisconsin and Pennsylvania and Georgia and New Hampshire and Nevada and Arizona, the states that are actually toss-ups, just in an effort to drag Joe Biden's 
basically worthless presidency into a second term. That's my biggest fear here. But we'll talk about that and more when we come back. Lots of great stories out there. Monday edition of Clay and Buck. Thank you all for hanging with us. Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans. More than 3,300 were helped last year alone. Because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.